Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. But you can also hear the Dave and Dujanovic show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine, or at kslnewsradio.com. Keyword podcast. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Dave and Dejanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. We start this week not knowing yet what will become of Natalie Klein, the state school board member who came under fire late last week for that post on Facebook. However, in the 10 o'clock hour, we will be going in-depth on what the options are right now on Utah's Capitol Hill uh, to address this. Uh, That's right. She's a state school board member, but she may, if she does not resign, Dave, be uh, dealt a hand of cards from Utah's Capitol Hill. Yeah, might be an impeachment. Uh, At the worst, it looks like she'll have a very, very, very hard time getting reelected this year. It's 9.07. It's time for the launch. Sequence engaged. And brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Here are the three things that Debbie wants you to know. Countdown three. I do really want to go right on the money at 9.50 with this. We are now, what, is it seven, six weeks outside of Christmas? Um, Many Utahns admitting in a brand new Desert News poll, they will not be able to pay off their holiday credit card debt for at least a full year. Um, Wow. Yeah, and, and Utah credit card debt, Dave? Now at a staggering, oh, $6,800 in credit card debt. At a nice 20-something percent APR. 29, almost 30%. I feel like we need a good Monday morning intervention. We've all heard of the debt snowball, right? We've heard of that debt snowball. If you haven't, don't worry. We'll bring you up to speed on what that is at 950. Uh, We're going to add some oomph to the debt snowball and let you in on the debt avalanche method. That's right. I said avalanche. We all know what those are, right? They just happen fast and bam, done. What happens with the debt avalanche is that you end up spending less over time and therefore paying off your debt faster because you are getting rid of that high interest debt first. I think the biggest problem we have right now, and this is very clear to me, especially coming right off of Christmas, we can't say no to ourselves. I don't know if it is A problem with COVID that we were locked away for so long that we've just lost all sanity when it comes to spending. But this is not all to be blamed on inflation. This is not to be blamed on rising costs. I think this is staring ourselves in the mirror, looking at ourselves and saying, stop buying things. Countdown to speaking of state school board member Natalie Klein facing growing pressure to resign after her Facebook post implied a high school girls basketball player is transgender. Let me say it again. She is not transgender. So if Klein won't resign after that post, can lawmakers actually remove her from office? Well, the House of Representatives have opened a file literally called the resolution to address state school board member Natalie Natalie Klein. We'll have live analysis on what lawmakers might do, can do, should do in our 10 o'clock hour. No one should put anybody, anyone else's kids' pictures on Facebook, no matter what the issue. That's just not a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, it was a terrible thing. I think uh, the question I have right now, Debbie, is, is this an impeachable offense? 
Or is this just something where we need to look and say, wow, that was it. We made a terrible decision electing this individual. So the next time she runs, if she does run, we're not going to elect that person. And I think sometimes we, we think, oh, you know what? Everything's an impeachable offense. Maybe this is. Maybe it's not. But it's difficult when it's elected officials because there isn't an easy way to just get rid of somebody. Launch countdown one. The day before the big game, U.S. Senator Mike Lee was not preparing Super Bowl, Super Bowl sca- snacks, at least not that we know of. But instead... He was involved in a nearly four-hour-long speech against funding in the Ukraine war. I guess he wasn't involved. He was actually doing this speech for nearly four hours. I think all of us would like to see Ukraine just win. We can't wish it into existence. We can't just dump enough money into it to make it happen. Now, I've watched chunks of this, if you missed it. You are not alone. There are... A lot of Republicans, 11 by last count that I saw, that admitted to not watching Senator Lee's four-hour filibuster. Senator Mitt Romney, he admitted that as well. So was it a waste of time? It's harsh, but probably. But it shouldn't have been. Senator Lee brought up a lot of good questions about what we're doing in Ukraine. The launch. Commence. Dave and Dujanovic. Special coverage of the top national story. Well, there was a plan uh, back in D.C. to address both border security and Ukraine funding. Uh, That plan died last week. And it died because I think the House of Representatives, they got greedy. They wanted more. It wasn't enough. And I think because they got to get a little bit greedy... It just, it ended up falling away. Now, former President Donald Trump was calling up members of Congress saying, this is a bad bill, don't address it, don't do it. And what that bill did was essentially address Ukraine funding and the southern border. So that bill fails. A new bill pops up. It's focused just on funding for Ukraine without tying it to border security. And so begins this marathon-style, Super Bowl-length filibuster by Senator Mike Lee, who lays out the problem with this latest iteration of the bill. Senate Republicans made a commitment, a commitment that we made to each other and that we made to the American people. That commitment was simple. It was one that said, before we send another dollar, another dime, another penny to Ukraine, Let's do what we can to actually enforce the border. Now, this is a tricky uh, argument for Mike Lee to make because Mike Lee, for a very, very long time, as long as I can remember, has always said, I hate tying everything together. I don't like taking one issue and another issue and then lumping them into bills when they have nothing to do with each other. Well, he's saying in this right here That's exactly what we want. We want to tie southern border security to Ukraine funding. Those are two totally separate issues that we should be voting on separately. But Republicans had made a plan, and the plan was keep these two together. Let's force the the Democrats into conceding. Uh, He says it also gives Democrats a good win, a big win. Uh, They get to fund Ukraine's defense against Russia without giving up any concessions 
on the border. Democrats win. Democrats get the support of 17 Republicans who will support not only the legislation crafted in secret that unites Democrats and sharply divides Republicans, but also alienates overwhelmingly and with good reason, most Republican voters. Well, let's ask next of ABC News when they join us. Does this bill stand a chance uh, of passing? Hey, it's Debbie here. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. But you can also hear the David Dujanovic Show live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday starting at 9 or at kslnewsradio.com. Keyword podcast. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Dave and Dujanovic. Dave and Dujanovic. Special coverage of the top national story. Senator Mike Lee spent about four hours of a Saturday on the Senate floor filibustering. He's talking, 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 talking. Maybe to himself. It, 100% to himself. That was a barren chamber. So Ukraine is running out of money. President Zelensky has made it clear. He's come to the U.S. several times. He's been here in person. He's begged Congress for help, for funding. But our very own Senator Mike Lee isn't convinced we should continue funding Ukraine's fight against Russia. I think all of us would like to see Ukraine just win. We can't wish it into existence. We can't just dump enough money into it to make it happen. On the contrary, economic aid, by some measures, is proving to be a colossal waste of money. And in the past couple of years, we've sunk uh, about $100 billion plus into the Ukraine war. And Lee called this a proxy war, meaning we're fighting Russia, but without having to put American lives at risk. How much money did you say? Uh, Over $100 billion. Uh, This uh, February 24th will mark two years. Two years since Russia invaded Ukraine. Uh, There's also a a political problem for Republicans here. Um, They had a plan to address the southern border of the United States, right? Uh, And it was directly funded or tied to Ukraine funding. And especially if you're a Republican, any of the Republicans who I think all of us said we should use this as an opportunity to force border security, to harness what support there is behind providing additional assistance to Ukraine to force security of the border with an administration bent on the opposite of that. Now, Senator Lee said there were times in in this speech where he wasn't completely opposed to helping Ukraine. The largest complaint, although he did put some question marks, he's like, I'm not sure what we're doing is working Ukraine has stalled. They haven't been pushing Russia back. They're they're not winning uh, in their counterattack. But he said, largely, the problem is we haven't had the chance. uh, We had a chance to tie border security and really address the border to Ukraine funding. It was it was the game plan of the Republicans, and it has failed. They've abandoned that. Wow, Ikejachi in Washington D.C. with ABC News, of course. Thanks for joining us. Um, that's a that's a bit of a revelation now that they were so insistent that they were going to tie all this together, and now here we are on a Monday in February. It looks like that that's fallen apart, Ike. 
It, it really is. And what we're seeing right now is the Senate trying to essentially keep its promises right now in the wake of House Republicans essentially doing an about face on their border deal. We saw House Speaker Mike Johnson say time and time again for months that any aid for Ukraine in Israel must be tied to a border deal. Well, you know, you had a bipartisan group get together and create one that essentially the conservative leading uh, leaning, uh, uh, border patrol agency uh, and several others said that it was a positive. So what you're seeing now is essentially uh, an effort by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Republican Leader, uh, rather um, Chuck Schumer and Republican Leader uh, McConnell, to essentially try to pass wartime funding for Ukraine, Israel, and other countries. And McConnell issued a stark warning about the consequences of abandoning this. He said, no exaggeration, the eyes of the world are on the United States. So we saw the Senate over the weekend vote essentially in overwhelming fashion, 67 to 27, to move forward on that $95 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and other countries. And it's a rare sight. Senators on Super Bowl Sunday working to try to pick up the pieces from what essentially House Republicans decided to leave on the floor. Another thing that was infuriating Senator Lee, and he he kind of got, went on a, a Twitter rant. I'm not sure what the X version of X rant, <laughs> Twitter rant is. Where I want to be careful with that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm not. This is live radio. We're just on the fly here. Uh, but one of his frustrations. <laughs> We're going to have to censor Dave. I love it. <laughs> Good one. One, I- <laughs> one of his frustrations was uh, that that they're not able to in this bill add amendments uh, to be able to make some tweaks and changes. And uh, that that really this was done behind closed doors. Exactly. And and that's what some of the com- complaints you're seeing right now. But it is important to note that Democrats, they are trying to add amendments. Uh, that's something that uh, Schumer said. He said that he is open to amendments, most of which, which, however, would be likely to fail. But he forced senators to stay in session through the weekend to try to essentially speed up the process. But – uh, what we're seeing right now is just an inability to uh, move forward on this right now, mm. you know, and those so, so-called so amendments, it's not necessarily that they're closed doors, that well, the work doesn't want to be done right now. Yeah. We're seeing an outside force from former President Donald Trump openly campaigning against any kind of deal on the border or wartime aid for Israel, Ukraine, so on and so forth. And that is in direct conflict with what what used to be a majority of Republicans and Democrats, right when this war started. Yeah. They were unified on this. But yeah. we're seeing the effects of former President Donald Trump have on the Republican Party now, not only in the House, but also in the Senate. Ike, before we let you go, what's what are the odds um, that this will get through the House? Again, uh, it's right now, its future is deeply uncertain okay. in the House. Uh, a large majority of those GOP lawmakers, they're all firmly allied with Trump, like I was saying. And, and right now we're seeing Trump really – I'm not sure where former President Donald Trump is allied with. Uh, it's it's rather shocking, some of the claims he made recently with NATO, uh, European allies, uh, threatening to not support them and telling Russia to do what they want to them. Uh, it's a little anti- 
opposite of uh, essentially what a vast majority of the history of the United States has been. So you're seeing a Republican Party react and start to take on some of these essential beliefs and motivations from former President Donald Trump, which is making something as easy as wartime aid for Ukraine, something that was across the board almost supported, again, almost a year ago now, cannot get through the Senate or the House. Ike Jachi, thank you for joining us, ABC News correspondent out of Washington. We're not sure how Mike Lee's, Senator Mike Lee's filibuster uh, will land. And especially if you're a Republican, any of the Republicans who I think all of us said we should use this as an opportunity to force border security, to harness what support there is behind providing additional assistance to Ukraine to force security of the border with an administration bent on the opposite of that. I do wonder if Republicans have gotten a little greedy in this conversation. Do say more. <laughs> there was a there was a deal. There was a deal in place mm-hmm. and it seemed to have some real support. Uh was it perfect? Did it give Republicans everything they wanted? No. Republicans want to address the southern border before they address anything overseas. Like that's an oversimplification, but very much they want to focus on the southern border. Well, that was the the negotiation is, okay, we're going to give you Ukraine funding. We'll give you some Israel funding, but you have to crack down on, on the border. Well, they'd hashed out a plan, a plan that a lot of Democrats hated. They did not like this plan. They thought they'd given way too much up to the Republicans, but Republicans got a little greedy. They wanted a little more. The House of Representatives, they said, we want more, we want more, 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 and the deal falls apart. You know, perfection is the enemy of good. And I think a lot of people looked at the bill that just died, that bipartisan bill, was good. Was it great? Was it what everyone wanted? No, it was a compromise. So you feel like tying uh, Ukraine funding and other funding to the southern border was the right move? It was a smart move. I something never, done at the border yeah. while uh, still funding uh, Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. The The biggest problem is I, I'm actually against uh, Senator Lee on this in the sense that I don't have a problem with voting on individual bills. Let's talk about Ukraine. Let's address that bill. Let's talk about the southern border. Let's address that bill. When we throw them all together and they have nothing to do with each other, that's what makes Washington ugly. Hmm. So actually, you don't agree with Senator Mike Liano. <laughs> all right. Now that we've got that sorted out, it's clear as mud. Next. I remember how we all laughed at this idea of drawing Pacific Ocean water from the coast of California to fill up the Great Salt Lake? <laughs> Utah's Capitol Hill isn't laughing. It turns out they're getting serious about it. Next.